Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. The Road to WrestleMania now has matches, mixed tags, and triple threats, plus a symphony of destruction. A country boy gets the nod, and will the Universal Champion show up? All that right now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. If you know the lyrics, sing along. <laughs> Don't go messing with a country boy, a country boy, a country boy. Don't go messing with a country boy. Don't mess with a country boy. What's up, everybody? This is the Raw After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Yes, that's the theme song to the new inductee to the WWE Hall of Fame, Hillbilly Jim. And if you're a child of the 80s slash 90s, you probably have that song memorized by heart. There are certain things in my brain that will never leave, and Hillbilly Jim's theme song is one of them for some reason. I'm glad to see him get in. Yeah. Honestly, there's there are few guys in the wrestling business from that era who are as cool as Hillbilly Jim. Such a good dude. Just genuinely a great guy. Huge, yeah. enormous man. And a mayor, very big man. And and had a heart of gold and still does to this day. Yeah. I, I'm excited to see his speech. I really, really am. And a lot of people already thought he was in the Hall of Fame, which is funny. Yeah, no, I, so. I kind of agree. I mean, his, his accolades aren't necessarily as, as long as a lot of other guys, but I'd say it's it's definitely deserved for how he was able to ingrain himself into the pop culture vernacular. Yes, he certainly was, in overalls, nonetheless. Oh, so, yeah. let's get into it. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we got the full squad in here. Minus Marquia McCarty. Uh, she is, unfortunately, still uh, doing busy things with Nerdist and some other companies, so make sure you follow her on all social media. Unfortunate for us. Yes. Uh, Johnny LaCosta here with you. Also with former Hollywood Heritage Champion and Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, he is the hobo. Yeah, I've been kind of enjoying a little bit of celebrity, a photo of me training with Shibata from New Japan has been floating around in the last day or so. I did not know that. Yeah. I'm, I'm training at the New Japan Dojo now, the Long Los Angeles Dojo. Yes. LA. Yeah. Well, I mean, Los Angeles, but south. That's if there's anyone to to spar with, man. That's uh. Yeah. It's you know? it's it's going to be a lot of fun. I've seen the facility firsthand, mm-hmm. and it's 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 going to be really amazing. I like on, on every possible level. Um, and that's, I think, all I can say right now without getting into trouble. <laughs> Good. That's perfect. And, of course, next to him, she uh, basically joined the show officially. Was it last week or two weeks ago? I think it was last week. Last week. Yeah. And she's official. You see her every single day on TMZ. What's up, TK Trinidad? I am good. How y'all doing? Good. We're at Road to WrestleMania. There's a, a lot going on every single week, so we're going to do our best to 
summarize everything in a relatively short amount of time for a three-plus hour show. So, <laughs> let's get cracking. Uh, Kurt Angle hits the ring, and he just basically calls out Triple H. He's like, look, no one sucker punches me and gets away with it. Get out to the ring. You knew he wasn't coming. Stephanie McMahon walks down the ramp, and, you know, she tries to uh, placate Kurt Angle a little bit and say, look, you know, here's all your accomplishments. You're amazing, but what's paying the bills now? You're the GM. You don't want to fight people. And that's when Ronda Rousey grabs a mic, and we all hold our breath. Yes, <laughs> the world holds its breath as Ronda Rousey speaks. Well, let me go to you first, TK. What were your thoughts about Ronda this time? She kept it relatively short on the mic, kind of. Okay, so there's a couple things. Yes, I, I guess maybe you guys didn't know, but I told Hobo this when we were watching, is that Stephanie, she was wearing an outfit that's not normally what she usually wears is very comfortable her bo- i was mm-hmm. like oh she looks really good i like this what yeah. she's wearing and it should have known that that there was a reason for it good see, point yeah see, like I, I caught that that was like okay there's you know so now i know for for future reference mm-hmm. um for Rhonda, i feel like she switches on like she, she's doing the best that she can but i feel like right. sometimes she does this smile where it's like almost like a kid in a candy store like you can't believe that you're like the top, the creme la creme yeah. of like this, this is happening, and then she goes back to like the mean guy type thing. So it just yeah. kind of feels like I don't know if that's what she's supposed to do, but it just mm. kind of it's kind of off for me. It's like she's if you're gonna be the heel, then just be the heel and be like. There's no like her smile is just so yeah. You could tell in her wrestling. head she has that song from Kelly Clarkson when she won American Idol. Yeah, moment like this. That's in her head the whole time. That's why she's smiling. She's like, I can't believe it's really happening to me. Well, then she should say that after she gets, like... Because that's, that's the one thing that, that bothers me. Exactly, exactly like you said, she's got this real bipolar quality mm-hmm. where she's really happy or really pissed. There is no room in between. She is like a robot with two switches. Mm-hmm. And it's one or the other. And if it's both, I think she's going to set the ring on fire. I'll tell you what, her mean mug is fantastic. Yes. Well, she's got a game face. you got to have a warrior face. Well, that's the mean mug that she has when she's walking into... when she's walking in for the octagon like that's the same that. face that she has so i feel like she should just keep that if she's gonna you know do that but another well i'll let you continue i mean she's incredibly likable it's just and obviously you know how could we expect her to have incredible mic skills she literally just signed you know uh, officially i guess i don't know when a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. maybe but she's been training for quite some time but you know you know what it's like it's you can only become good on the mic after a lot of practice not everyone is a, is a natural right and and going from the octagon to wwe it's a totally different ball game you got to do everything you can't just fight it's it has to do more with comfort than anything else mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's an unusual setting for her uh it's it's just that she's got she's got more to to remember now she's got a uh, an entire game plan that she's got to go in with and it's more than just smash and and ground and pound Mm -hmm. it's actually much broader and i don't think she's comfortable yet with fusing the two ideas Mm -hmm. it's it's mind following body following mind and she's she's just got to work on that it takes time it takes everybody time it really does gonna take more energy too so i actually got the opportunity to meet her last week at smackdown say what super nice but i believe because i think we have the same type of personalities that she's an introvert and it takes a lot more for introvert to do something like this Mm mm-hmm 
like you know it you it's almost like you know when you're speaking another language and you try to like almost translate in your head it's the same thing when you're an introvert like you translate in your head like all right i have to be this That's a great big personality thing. now and you know who's a great yeah. example of that daniel bryan big time introvert let us not forget when daniel bryan first kind of came on the scene and i'm talking after nexus and everything he struggled to put sentences together mm -hmm. and it wasn't until he settled into the, the uh, heel role where he was you know with aj lee and stuff like that all of a sudden Wow, Daniel Bryan's got a personality, but that didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it just... takes a mask. You actually have to have a mask, not necessarily something that's physical and tangible, but at least the idea of a mask that you can put on to mm -hmm. become somebody else, somebody who isn't quite you, but is borrowing your skin. Ah. Yeah. I like that. And so, this segment is far from over, everybody. So Ronda Rousey says... I believe in my contract. I'm allowed to name my opponent at WrestleMania. And Stephanie's like, well, yeah, active member of the roster. And that's when Kurt takes the mic and says, well, you have two different contracts. You are the boss, and you're also a superstar. So she makes the, I'm sorry, well, Ronda technically wants to make the match. Kurt Angle says, bam, it's going to happen. But then Triple H hits the ring. Oh, by the way, Stephanie said Triple H wasn't there. But he's definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> so there's no lying. He, he yeah. got there as this segment was rolling. Right. He got out of the limo and ran right up to the ring. I just love the fact that Triple H finally was like, yeah, surprise, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> just, I love that. And uh, so uh, Stephanie is obviously, you know, has egg on her face. And Kurt Angle finally says, you know what, Rhonda, if you don't mind, I would like to be your tag team partner. Stephanie and Triple H versus me and you at WrestleMania. Bam! This match is official. Well, there's one. Yes. You got it. There's one, one down. Well, technically we have... Mm, well, we got Reigns-Lesnar. Yep. We got... Up until now, that was... You're right. That's it. Yeah, that was, that's, that was the only one. Mm -hmm. And now... And we got this one. But this segment is far from over, TK Trinidad, because who threw the first punch? Was it Angle or, or Triple H? H again. I thought so. H, Angle blocks. They just they, they tussle. I love that. Those two look like they're 25 again. I'm sure they feel 25 when it's happening. <laughs> sure. They, feel they like feel 50. their age after, after the fact, and the adrenaline wears off. They'll be walking kind of crookedly tomorrow. It was still great. And then didn't see this coming. Ronda Rousey with a Samoan drop on Stephanie. Say what? Uh, and then angle locks in the ankle lock. Uh, I just don't... I, I understand the, the method to it. I just don't like the fact that Stephanie appears to be scared of Ronda. Like, I, I get it, mm -hmm. but I just don't like it. If that makes sense. Like, I just don't like the fact that she's, like, running from Ronda. I feel like, you know, you... But she should be. She should, but you you own the I company. I would. Oh, I wouldn't. If I own the company, like, we can square up. And obviously, she'll beat me. I'm not even saying that Ronda okay. will, you know, will, like, I will be able to take her on. Yeah. But I feel like you need to stand your ground. Because you keep running. It's like a bully, right? You keep... You well, know, you keep running away from the bully. The bully's gonna always like pick on you. There's a difference between getting getting beat and getting a body cast. And I think Stephanie McMahon is worried she's going to end up in the hospital, and less about her her shoulders being pinned to the mat for three seconds. I think she's she's worried about her health and well being over actually taking an ass kicking. Because wrestlers will beat you until they until they win. Mm -hmm. Ronda Rousey's going to beat you until you are unable to move True. or function as a human. 
That's a good point. Now, overall, what do you guys think of this segment? So we officially have the mixed tag match. We have Stephanie, Triple H taking on Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey, and obviously they walk away limping. Triple H especially, uh, Stephanie all beat up. My question is, where can this go? We still have, I believe, four more Raws before WrestleMania. We already had physicality. I mean, yeah. it, I mean, this was, in my hit. opinion, the segment was kind of herky-jerky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was, was not the smoothest. I think it can really only get better from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as where it goes, you're right. We already got physical. I don't know necessarily... Where else we have to go that's going to build anticipation? We can only assume Stephanie and Triple H are going to destroy them somehow. Mm-hmm. But the question is how soon? Because four Raws, that's a lot. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah, it's a whole month. we got a month of, month of time here. I have like a dream, uh, I don't know, match, but scenario. Tell I guess us about your dream. Travis Brown, her husband, would come running down. And, like, so Ronda's, like, fighting, and then he comes and joins it and, like, you know, takes takes down Triple H. Okay. That won't happen because sure. he doesn't seem like the personality. Like, he is a fighter, I guess? He's a UFC fighter. Okay. So he can fight. Last matches, he didn't win. How, but how, how big is he? He's he's tall. He's, like, 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. So he's, he's... He's a massive dude. Maybe looking, mm-hmm. looking just over Triple H. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in the dream match, I feel like that would be awesome. But I definitely don't think that's going to happen, but... I mean, maybe. maybe Anything's possible Anything WrestleMania. And someone in chat roll here, Marie uh, Annette, says, uh, Kirk can also get fired before WrestleMania, which can lead to even more. So that's a good point. That's entirely possible. Well, he's been, personal. like, threatening. She's been, uh, Stephanie's been threatening to fire him. A lot. All the time. Yeah. Almost weekly. And it feels like he, like, um, what him and Triple H showed in the ring, like, you know, definitely made it sense. Great. It looked great. But him standing, like, if you watch just his side profile of him standing, he's a very hurt man. Like, he's in pain. Like, oh, his, yes. his body's hunched over a little bit. His no, arms, no, no. That's, the, Kurt, that's, that's how just how he stands? That's a wrestler. It is oh. kind of a wrestler. This is, this is a wrestler. Yeah. Okay. Right in here. Because you got to stay all the way low to the mat. He can never really get out of it. It's like he oh, trained so his entire there? life to just be here. Okay. He Don't get me wrong. He pain. may indeed be in pain, but that is <laughs> no, generally yeah. the, the it's wrestler the, It's the wrestler hunch right here. Thumbs up yeah. right here. Oh, it looks... Okay. He's old school, Greco-Roman style. All right. First match of the night is Nia Jax taking on Asuka once again. Rematch from Elimination Chamber. Yo, this was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think this, in my opinion... And, you know, you can go back to a number of matches, but this is one of the best matches I think we can say from Nia Jax without, without question. Um, and then Asuka barely wins, not letting go of the arm, and finally making her tap with the arm bar. What do you guys think? This was friggin' great. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was. Um, Nia Jax and Asuka. The gorilla pre- just dropping her? Mm-hmm. Come on now. They know exactly what they're doing in that ring. Yes. Uh, both of them have have clear motivation for why they want to be there. Asuka wants to beat Nia Jax definitively. Mm-hmm. And in turn, Nia Jax wants to break Asuka's streak. Right. So they are going full tilt at each other. Nia Jax actually busted out a, a power bomb to the post for yeah. Asuka. That that should have been the the death of her. But Asuka is so would not let go, so tough and so wily that she she manages to fight back when she locks in both the armbar and the triangle and the armbar again. Yep. It there's nothing you can do. And Nia Jax was truly defeated in that ring. Not just in the match, but emotionally, mm-hmm. yeah. she broke her. Asuka broke Nia Jax. But this is one of those matches, though, regardless of who lost TK, everyone came out just the winner, really. Because Nia Jax, like I said, 
just looks fantastic, was dominant the whole match, and it was just that Asuka just held on to that one body part and finally made her tap. But. Well, even in the middle where um, uh, Nia's pinning her down and Asuka puts her, her uh, foot on the rope, yeah. like, just barely, like, that was... It just was, the toes. Yeah, it was... But it's, it's enough. I can see how it would be... It, It'll be frustrating, but then even uh, the when Naya's like done and she's like you know in pain and I, again I get it, but I guess I just have this mentality that you just don't show emotion like in a situation like that, and obviously you know you need emotion, um, but it's just kind of like someone snapping my arm, I'm gonna show some emotion. Well, after the fact, she was kind of almost like ready to cry and all this other I'd stuff. I'd be crying during. Oh well. But I'm <laughs> well, that's that's a little different. Um, <laughs> I think Nia Jax truly felt that she could beat Oscar this time, and the the realization that she honestly does not have what it takes yeah. at this time to beat Oscar emotionally crippled her. And I really enjoyed. Well, we'll talk about it, but the segment a little bit later on with her and Alexa Bliss, and that's where you indeed saw that kind of emotion, you know, revealing itself. Moving on, another, uh, wow, these two teams. The Bar versus The Revival. So The Revival, uh, all thanks to a a really great tweet this week, (laughs) saying everyone that they've defeated, if they defeat The Bar tonight, they will get a match at WrestleMania for the tag titles. Right away, I had a bit of a weird feeling about that, considering The Revival's mostly lost since they've come back, and once again, they lost tonight. It was a fun match. It wasn't very long. Really cool spot where they did the, uh, the superplex into the splash, but nonetheless Cesaro with the neutralizer for the win. So the bar comes out on top. Where do you think this goes? I'm assuming it's going to be just a massive hodgepodge of teams. That's It's got to be, honestly. Yeah. No one no one has got a good claim to the championships at right. this point, so I'd say it's going to be up for anybody to grab. Um, I, regardless of that, I want to say this match was great. Sure. It absolutely highlighted what the Revival do. They are tag team wrestling. Everything they did tonight was as a team. They were able to to just uh, corner both Sheamus and Cesaro individually, mm-hmm. cutting them off from each other. And it worked perfectly if it weren't for the fact that both Sheamus and Cesaro are incredibly strong and incredibly skilled. Yes. And all it took was one neutralizer to put away. I think it was Scott Dawson was underneath on that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, TK, what? What? Okay, let's let's go down the teams we have right now on Raw. I mean, we already you know Jordan Rollins gone, Dean Ambrose injured. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. What about? Um Roman is not going. Is he? Is he going? So maybe Roman and Seth. No, Roman's going no, for a lesson. Yeah, oh. he's in the big, the big show. So who else is there? The big show. Uh, Apollo um, and uh, they Titus. just got beat. Titus Worldwide. There's. They just got beat. Right. I'm trying Again. to think of what other actual tag teams do we have? Revival, Titus Worldwide. Chat roll, help us out because uh, it's a struggle. Uh, Rhino and Slater. Yeah, just sure. Just they just. That. They just. They got, got beat too. Oh, Gallows Wyatt. Anderson. Right club, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, and they weren't on this week. We're about to have a massive tornado tag at WrestleMania. That's what's going to be. But we already got the Andre. I don't want another cluster. I agree, but how are you going to get a, a credible contender? Unless they come up with a, a four-week tournament, which could actually happen if you have enough tag teams to do a four-week tournament, which I don't think you do, to where the winner of that tournament then faces the club. Uh, my, my greatest hope at this time is that uh, one of the, a team from NXT gets called up. There are two in mind, and they could put on a hell of a show. 
Yeah, I mean, usually that happens the the Monday after. Right, but if but. it could happen one of the Mondays, four Mondays before, that'd be great. Because mm-hmm. I don't like the way it's shaping up right now. No, I mean, you're I right. Authors authors in the bar would be something else, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hoo-wee. Yeah, that'd be slugfest. A little AOP action. Yeah. That'd be killer. Give or, uh, Heavy machinery. I love heavy machinery. Oh, they're they're. I, I almost said they're adorable because they are. <laughs> they are. If they weren't massive, they'd be adorable. They really are. And so, yeah, that's a good point. It's going to be fun to see what happens. But as you know, it's WrestleMania. You want to get any everyone on the card, so it probably will be a lot of teams. Yeah. Probably. Bludgeon Butter Brothers. They're SmackDown. Yeah, but just can you? I just want to see them. You go just want to see them jump. Just, yeah, I just, just want to jump. See John Cena did it. Yeah, it too, I just want to see them go. Like that would I? Just, I would like to see that match. I know they're like that's fair, but because I can't think of anybody on Raw that I'd want to want to see them go up, up go up against. We like I want to see them go up against the Us. Like on SmackDown, obviously I know, but the Usos, um, even New Day might be interesting. But like, Whoa. there's a couple of like te- tag teams on the SmackDown's roster that would seem yeah. to be comfortable. Well, yeah. Usos and New Day are going to tear it up at Mania for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, well, I think they're they're facing off with Fastlane. I don't know if it'll, you know where WrestleMania will go, but and then in someone in chat roll saying Sanity, of course Sanity's great, oh, but Killian and Dane's kind of going the singles route right now, so yeah, we will see. Uh, but the bar is victorious, and they have no opponent right now for WrestleMania. John Cena, even though he's moved to SmackDown, now he's back on Raw tonight, and he basically wanted to make a declaration saying this way no one in SmackDown could interrupt him. I'm going to win this Sunday. I'm going to break a record that stood for 20 years. And if AJ Styles loses to me, which he will, make a bigger moment, make it a triple threat match, Nakamura, AJ, Cena, WrestleMania. Uh, that was his statement. So he he's just booking himself now yes. in just whatever he wants. Yep. And he's going to eat up everybody's time to make sure he gets to... T- what I, an a-hole. Even though he, got, he explained what? to himself that he's not holding anyone back. Uh, what planet is he on? Mm-hmm. He is he is now the vet who is actively holding people back and shoving himself into championship scenarios. He is he's lost his mind if he thinks he's the hero in all this. It kind of feels like um like he started going to church again and like Jesus is telling him to cuz he has that preacher feel to it. Like Jesus told him this is this is what he needs to do because like it it feels like while he's holding a dancing snake. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, <laughs> it's like something divinely ordained like he's like it, it's so believable. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. It just I don't know. It I is just, weird. I mean, look, Fastlane was already kind of a mess to begin with. Now mm-hmm. we have a six-pack challenge. You know, and and let's be honest. If if we don't end up having Styles versus Nakamura, people are not going to be too. Thr- I mean, kids won't care because kids don't know the history. But no, that'd be pretty messed up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I I don't know. But I mean, all you can say is John Cena has a grand plan, and it involves John Cena getting into WrestleMania, hell, high water, mm-hmm. wild horses, half fury, floods. sure. Yeah. Scurvy. Scurvy. Any, everything from Oregon Trail. Yeah, anything from Oregon Trail. He's, yeah. he's getting there. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I would have thought, like, okay, okay, Cena, it's, it's going to lead. There's no way he's winning at Fastlane. And after what he said tonight, I started thinking, oh, boy, triple threat. Uh-oh. I think mm, he's on to something. Really? I'm not saying that I would prefer that. I'm just saying it wouldn't shock me. Although, are you really going to win title number 17 at Fastlane? 
I, it would be a surprise. Yeah, if, I don't know. It just feels like they're they're trying to fit like a square peg in a round hole as far as like what they're trying to do with him. Like I'm confused. Like- Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all these shows for you free is by our amazing sponsors. And today, Spotify is one of our sponsors. On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite artists and podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you don't miss an episode. Premium users can even download episodes to listen to offline wherever they are. And you can easily share what you're listening to with all your friends and following on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, Already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for AfterBuzz TV on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure you follow us so you never miss an episode of AfterBuzz TV. Like, I'm just kind of confused at what he's trying to do. I, I do think he is a great wrestler and he should get that opportunity to kind of get the belt. But then if he gets the belt on, you know, some day or something like that, he's not there every week to mm-hmm. defend the belt. And I know Brock Lesnar doesn't do that, but it just seems like he can't. Well, right now he's been he's been on television consistently. Right. I don't until know he gets his, another film. Right, I don't know what his schedule allows, mm-hmm. but I, I I sort of don't care if he's able to come back. The point is he hasn't earned it right now. He has done nothing to earn it, mm-hmm. and he is pulling every favor he possibly can to make sure that he puts himself in the best possible position and screw everybody else. Well, someone who agrees with you is Goldust. Didn't yeah. <laughs> see him coming, but I loved it. He says he's going to be the director of the Shattered Dreams of John Cena, and he wants to share the silver screen with him. It was fantastic and all over the place and totally unexpected. And then he sucker punches John Cena. Of course, the match doesn't last very long. Cena AA for the win. But it was just such a fantastic moment for Goldust. Mm -hmm. That's how you utilize talent, man. I I think Goldust has some of the, the best reasons to get involved in this because Goldust has been snubbed for WrestleManias for a long time now. Speaking of the Oscars, snubs. Yeah, he, he genuinely has been snubbed. Yeah. So I think if anybody's going to come out and go, you know, I really wish I had your shoes to walk in where I could just put myself in all these matches, but I can't suck a punch. Right. <laughs> That's quick, too. Fast hands. Yeah, <laughs> fast hands. It was very unexpected, and I thought it was fantastic. The question is, I mean, I don't know if we're going to see more of Goldust. Maybe he, because, you know, Cena's going to be on SmackDown, so... I would love to see Goldust just become some kind of weird part of WrestleMania, whether or not it's a match. Yeah. I I wish. I hope. Yeah. I don't know. I liked him on 205. Mm. <laughs> it was different. Yes, it was. Elias backstage with Kurt Angle. He wants out of the Symphony of Destruction match. And Kurt says, uh, no. It's now a false Count Anywhere match. And let the Megadeth references begin, and I enjoyed every single one of them, because that's a good song. Corey Graves was was just killing it Mm -hmm. with all of them. Just could not get enough. The one thing about Megadeth, in studio, their music sounded really dope, if you're into that kind of rock music. Live, they were so bad. I've seen them live. Real bad. Like they're, they're because the voices were just it was They're good technically. Yeah. But they're boring. <laughs> because they just play. It was on the card it was Megadeth and Iron Maiden and Ooh. they played before Iron Maiden and then everybody went, Oh yeah, Iron Maiden's like so much better because of the spectacle. They understand that you have to have a show. Right. Music is not enough. Pe- people don't see Guar for the musical talent. No. I they, mean they're not bad, but Aliens, man! And a lot of other weird things. Yeah! 
Blood and people juices. Did, people didn't go see Two Live Crew because their rapping was incredible. <laughs> they went because they wanted to see other things. Booty popping! Amongst others. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. All right, so you heard the song when we started off the show. Hillbilly Jim is entering the Hall of Fame this year, and we already talked about it. Well-deserved. Is he 6'10"? He's he's, he looks, he's friggin' massive. tall. He is, but he was what a great athlete though too, yeah. and personality, delivery, good on the mic in an era where there was no character like him. Not really. He was kind of the first guy that was like that. I mean, a genuine underdog. Yeah, and somebody that, that somehow Hogan Hogan brought in and trained right, up right, right. and. All that, and I, I love the extended family that he also brought on the show. Just this colorful cast of, of weirdos. Uh, they say, according to Wikipedia, they say he's 6'7", and he's 65 years old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, uh, was he ever, a, I don't think he was ever a heel, was he? That character was too, yeah, too lovable. Yeah. Yeah. There's only really one way to go with that character to make him bad, and that's to give him a whole bunch of money, and they never did that. I, I just want to see the reveal of, of Hillbilly Jim being Braun's dad. I mean, they genuinely look alike. Yeah, I did a yeah. tweet today where I did a side-by-side, and that shit blew up. <laughs> because they do look a lot alike. Yeah. So congratulations, Hillbilly Jim. Cannot wait to see your speech. So Bailey gets interviewed in the ring, or does she? Gets cut off rather quickly by Absolution. So we get Bailey versus Mandy Rose after it was nice to see uh, Paige get on the microphone for a little bit. Sweet running knee for Mandy Rose. And overall, really fun match. Bailey ends up needing a roll-up to get the win. They attack afterwards. Sasha makes the save. But TK, when Sasha goes in for the hug, nah. See, I think people have to, true friendships, they have to realize where you fall, or even relationships in general, you have to realize where you fall in the situation. And I think with Bailey, obviously they need to retool it a little bit, but Sasha's like the top dog. She she kind of is the one who kind of knows where she wants to go, and Bailey's more of the, the nicer person. Mm-hmm. So once they kind of realize that, that, you know, this is the situation, then they, they can move on. But, you know, I don't think Bailey's going to see the light just yet. So we can assume this is leading to just a one-on-one singles match, right? I mean, because I honestly would be totally fine with that. Um, I think as as the weeks progress, the lines are going to become a lot clearer, and everything's mm-hmm. going to start to color itself in. And these two are going to take a very drastic turn away from each other. It's still kind of kind of grainy. And we can't quite make out all of the emotions yet. I mean, obviously, Bailey's really hurt. And Sasha Sasha does not seem to understand why yeah. this is happening. She has no, no internal, um, no way to look internally and see how her actions have shaped this. Um, and I think that's the chief problem, is that she, she just does not understand why Bailey is upset and that is why Bailey is upset, and all of this is going to probably come to a head, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be yeah. really ugly, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, because you need, I mean, if you're going to have WrestleMania, I understand you can only have so many matches, but to not have Bailey and Sasha on the card, obviously the women's revolution has, has blown up over the past mm-hmm. year, but you definitely need to have those two, I think, on the main card somehow. So do you think Bailey, like, I don't know, she, I don't know if she's capable of doing this, but do you think pa- Bailey will become a heel? Because I would like to see that. That would be kind of awesome. I think that could be 
a way to break her out of the, the long-term shell that she's been in. The mm-hmm. question is, can she do it? And sometimes you only know... A lot of people didn't think Lexa Bliss could be the way she is. No one ever thought Daniel Bryan could have been what Daniel Bryan was. Mm-hmm. But you give him an opportunity, and sometimes they grasp it. The question is, can she do that? I don't think Bailey's necessarily going to be a heel. I think it's going to be one of those situations where people get to choose who it is that they side with. I think Bailey's going to turn into somebody who throws punches first and asks questions later, mm-hmm. which is really what Sasha Banks is. Sasha Banks is no holding back at all, and Bailey is always so measured, even in the match tonight against Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose is throwing elbows and drop kicks, and Bailey's trying to fundamentally wrestle her. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good, but she, Bailey lacks that edge, and I think she is getting more and more edgy every week. And mm-hmm. it, leading into WrestleMania, she's going to be absolutely as edgy as ever. And I think it's entirely possible. But I don't think she's going to be what people would call a heel. I think she's just going to choose to punish Sasha, Sasha Banks for what she has done to their friendship. Which would be great. Uh, another good example is someone who no one thought could be a heel, uh, Neville. Yeah, and, and before he left the company, he was he was my superstar of the year, 2017. I mean, he was phenomenal. So who knows? Maybe Bailey can go that route. If not, we could just have two best friends fighting it out at WrestleMania because that's the way it looks like. They going. can do it mm-hmm. if if you followed them in NXT. Oh yeah. Oh man. No. They can really, really go. Doubt. Alexa Bliss makes Nia Jax. Kudos to Nia Jax for getting emotional. Alexa Bliss brings Nia's icing down her arm, obviously in the training room and. Alexis says, you know, you've been an outcast your whole life. You should be proud of yourself. You know, you've always been so much bigger than everyone else. Everyone's always made fun of you. And I forget what else she said. Oh, and if you give up now, no one will have respect for you. And Nia's just bawling her eyes out to where you don't even see Alexa. You just hear the voice. Mm-hmm. Love this. Alexis horrible. Yeah. Like she's genuinely horrible. Terrible person. I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> I don't either. I, I assume... She's building an entourage, Mickey and Naya. I mean, all of this mind all, control. The fact uh, that Oscar has been fighting Naya Jax for so long, it really feels like this was a power play by Alexa to get Oscar injured and then allow Oscar to tear down Naya Jax in case Naya Jax can beat Oscar and assert herself into WrestleMania. All of this just plays into Alexa Bliss's hands. Yes. One way or another, she's going to fight somebody, and if those two are fighting each other, th- neither of them will be at 100% at WrestleMania. Well, here's the thing. If you're going to have Asuka versus Alexa Bliss at WrestleMania, you have to find a way to make it competitive. Because Asuka's beaten everyone, and Alexa Bliss is much smaller and less not as strong. Yeah, but she's know. good at uh, figuring it out. Like, that's what I like about her. She is much smaller, but she she's good at kind of figuring out how to cheat her way into winning. Right. So, I mean, I would like to see a fight like that where, yeah, you know, Asuka definitely has the skills, but, you know, I don't think she's necessarily prepared for somebody who's, you know, doesn't color in the black and white. She's more in the gray. Mm-hmm. So that might be a really interesting fight either way. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot more at Alexa Bliss's disposal, uh, be it in manpower 
and in the unknown than with Asuka. Sure. Asuka can fight, but you always know she's she's got to fight her hardest, and no one's on Asuka's side. Mm-hmm. But Alexa at least has two people backing her, at least. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Two good storytellers. Asuka's a great storyteller in the ring, and Alexa is great on the mic. Mm-hmm. So I think that if it is one-on-one at WrestleMania... It's going to be fantastic, although what is Nia Jax going to do? You feel like you have to have her somewhere on the WrestleMania card, but that's the problem you get into, is there room for everybody. Uh, Braun Strowman says a bunch of words. Elias is going to get these hands and these keys and these drums. Symphony of Destruction coming up next. And these two are magical. I think we spoke about it last week. Why are these two so good together? I don't care, because they're just great together. Um, Elias trashes Milwaukee. I think it was the best Elias song I've ever heard. It's probably the longest. He actually did a full song on the piano, then transferred to the guitar, and then sang everything he wanted, really wanted to sing on the Mm -hmm. guitar, and then ran the F away. Cue the lights. Ran away! It was so good. He he basically said, um, uh, what the hell did he say about Milwaukee? It's, It's a scumbag town. Braun's a one trick pony. I'm not. He also played the drums, the piano. The guitar and the um and the gown the the robe he was wearing was kind of just the shawl yeah the shawl it was yeah. like as he was running it kind of floated it was like a nice silk you know it was good looks like something he stole from Jervis Cottonbelly <laughs> fair enough yeah good call and then as the lights go down like you mentioned he runs away gets in his car but why is the car not moving because the wheels are spinning and the ignition is turned on <laughs> oh that's because Braun Strowman's just lifting up the back of the car what you didn't see the giant guy in the rearview mirror <laughs> holding your car in place as you're oh, attempting boy. to escape apparently not well but Braun said he's not finished with him and Elias runs away Braun finally catches up with him goes for a power slam Elias takes out the knee bam guitar to the back it explodes but that's about all Elias has as far as hope Braun Strowman just destroys him smashes the bass once again thank you Tony (laughs) what a beautiful bass it was I mean the the guitar and the bass were swung with maximum effort tonight and upon impact, both of them exploded on the respective bodies oh, yeah. of these two individuals. Uh, these guys were swinging for the fences. They they don't like each other. Mm-mm. Surprise! I loved it. And then, oh, then also Braun buries him under a piano. Yes, drops a piano on him. And then gets the pin. Falls count anyway. So where do you think... Braun is going. Like, I mean, he's... I don't know. <laughs> Wherever the hell he won't. <laughs> like, he's, he, he made... A couple times he made... Like, he wanted the belt, so he did that. He lost. And it's just like he's kind of going through the locker room. But do you think he's eventually going to get a title? Or... like? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, eventually. I wouldn't say WrestleMania, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, it, him and Elias are so entertaining, but what else can they do? There's, they've already broken so many instruments. I don't know. That's that's the thing about Braun Strowman. It gets ridiculous, and then it gets more ridiculous, and then it gets even more ridiculous. Yeah. There's no end in sight to the Looney Tunes type action that this man brings to the wrestling ring. Right. They, they, he dropped a piano on him for crying out loud. <laughs> how, how more cartoony can you get than that? I don't know. Every week it's something different, so I, I, I'm kind of open to it. 
Just let it, whatever, man. Just, yeah, Braun Strowman in an anvil on a pole match. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, look, you could always add him to Reigns and Lesnar, although it certainly doesn't appear that's going to happen because you have, you know, obviously what happened tonight. Mm-hmm. Unless Braun Strowman kills Roman Reigns and then assumes his position. Right. That would be fun. That's, that's <laughs> always a possibility, but Roman ain't going without a fight. You don't put Braun in the Andre Battle Royal, do you? Everyone else is in the Andre Battle Royal. If there's nothing for Braun, he will automatically be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Mm-hmm. And just break the trophy in half. Now, do you think they're going to have like a, a women's version of that for the Battle Royal for WrestleMania? Call it the Famous Moolah Battle Royal? Yeah, something. Who knows? Maybe. You could. I mean, there certainly are enough, depending on how many women's matches. Right now, you're looking at three for sure. You have right. two title matches and... Um, I mean, that's what you can possibly do with Nia. At least she'll be in WrestleMania. Yes, that is a good point. I don't know. There's there's four weeks still for her to figure out what she wants. But I feel like we have like a nice, like you were saying, a nice roster of women that, and and it's it's the women's uh, revolution with everything that's been happening. Um, so I, I mean, that would we'll see. Regardless of what Braun does at Mania, it's going to be incredibly entertaining. The question is, will a title be involved? Will him and Elias somehow continue this for another month? Maybe. Because with how much they love Elias, he's got to be on Mania. Yeah. And they keep giving him fun stuff. Yeah, he gets like, he started off with maybe, what, uh, less than a few minutes. And I remember Jason Jordan was throwing fruit at him at one point. And then now he has like a whole song. And Don't forget, in NXT, it wasn't working. And now he's the number one selling t-shirt. It's different. What he's doing couldn't have worked in NXT. And obviously, there's there's some different things going on up on television than there are yeah. in NXT. There's some different leadership in place. I think I think honestly, he didn't have uh, a sense of humor in NXT. I think Elias and, has grown as a performer. Sure, and also that that crowd at NXT is so snarky they wouldn't even let him grow. I don't think. I don't. Part I don't it. think that's necessarily what it is. I okay. think they didn't. Those in NXT didn't know quite what to do with him because his his stuff is so for television. Mm. They didn't know how to make it work in NXT, and his his repertoire is fairly limited. Even still, it's fairly limited. And in NXT, you you have to be able to do more because of just the the levels of talent that right. are at your disposal in NXT. Um, I think he's he's able to get away with more on Raw than he could at NXT. At NXT, I think he was almost instantly exposed. Sure. But on, on Raw, he's able to really hide it behind all of the shtick. I mean, he was on TV for quite a long time tonight, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was very entertaining. Speaking of which, we have another match that it looks like is going to happen at WrestleMania. Bray Wyatt calls out Matt Hardy. Matt shows up in the Titantron <laughs> and says, The Great War is far from over! Because the Hardy Compound is where their match is going to take place. Prepare for ultimate deletion. And color me giddy, because I get to see Vanguard 1. I get to see a dilapidated boat named Skarsgård. I get to see the Lake Reincarnation. I'm so excited for this. It's happening. I, yeah. I'm thoroughly surprised. And I'm happy to be surprised. Now, did you watch the all the Hardy stuff before... Him and Jeff came back to WWE. I did not. Okay, I strongly encourage you can. I think it's all on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Go back and watch it. It is. It was the best thing of 2016. Okay, bar none in wrestling. I mean, oh god, Final Deletion, Apocalypto, 
Uh, I know I'm missing one or two. They just, they, it was so creative and so out there and so outlandish and so sci-fi and so dumb. It was all of it in one. It was dumb, yeah. but it made it smart. It was, it was dumb, dumb on br- purpose. It was dumb brilliant. different than yeah. just accidentally dumb. Right. Like, my favorite kind of humor is, like, Naked Gun, Airplane. That's mm-hmm. UHF. Yeah. So, to me, that's what it was in wrestling, which is, it's hard to pull off. But man, when it's done right, we we try it at wrestling for wrestling. That Y'all do it well. You, we do a pretty good job. I Y'all do a really show. good job. Just yeah. by the name of the show, it, to start. Yeah, <laughs> we had the Loch Ness monster last time. What? Yeah, you missed the Loch Ness monster <laughs> teamed up with the Sasquatch. I love Nessie. Yeah, it was it was a heck of a way to I'm end the show. I'm a huge fan of her. And it's just down the street. I think they're running the 22nd. All right. 22nd this month. Delete or Decay, that's another one as well. Yeah, I strongly suggest everyone go back and watch it, and you'll truly get excited for whatever happens at the Hardy Compound. It was so good. And Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy, I mean, I'm invested, cannot wait. I'm looking forward to seeing these vignettes over the next month, because I think Matt's going to be filming a lot back home. Mm -hmm. And it'll be fun seeing Wyatt's retort, or his version of a retort. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. And the Oscars were last night. Um, not everyone happy with all the winners. Well, one winner we can all agree with is The Miz, and it's time for The Mizzies. <laughs> he gives out an award for patting himself on the back. Uh, let's see, who was nominated? Seth Rollins, Kurt Angle, Finn Balor. The award went to what? Rollins and Balor? Yeah. Yeah. That's when they, they walked out, yeah. And what was the next award for bad decisions? Yeah, bad decisions by a general manager. And Kurt Angle was nominated in all categories. All of them. <laughs> and as a result, he was the winner. Yes. Yes, yeah. he certainly was. And as he's about to give him, himself an award, Seth and Finn, they both interrupt. Actually, Finn interrupted Seth. And then Miz, whoa, once again on the mic, just talking about Balor saying, you're not over just because you use a hand sign that isn't even yours. I mean, you can't argue with that. I mean, he's technically right. It belongs to... Uh, a branch of a foreign military. But doesn't um, Miz use the yes kicks? <laughs> That's a fair point. Valid! He does a lot of things that aren't his. As part of the arsenal. So pot going the kettle. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So, where does this lead to? Uh, the Miz, yeah, once again, ripping Balor apart. And he also says Rollins and Balor are both great at losing. So Miz challenges both of them right now. Three on two. Miz to Raj. Miz taking on... Balor and Seth Rollins, they gladly accept that challenge. And, of course, Balor with the coup de grace. Seth Rollins tags himself in, curb stomp for the win. I dug the tag team of Rollins and Balor not quite. No, no, no. They they each want to shine. Right. This is not going to be smooth sailing because both of them want to make a statement as to why they are the best. I mean, Rollins keeps trying to continually make that statement week after week with the with the quality work that he puts in. And Balor, Balor's just Balor. He just loves being out there. And people love to watch him do what he does. And as a result, these two guys, being as good as they are, they're going to butt heads. Even if they're on the same side mm-hmm. for the night, they're mm-hmm. going to butt heads. So it became a case of anything you can do, I can do better. And uh, it ended up being Rollins for the win, just snatched the the win right out of Balor's clutches. Now back to the Mizzies, though, TK. You're working for TMZ. you got to pay attention to everything in entertainment, mm-hmm. especially movies. I thought the Mizzies was really well done. <laughs> and really, I mean, calling Jason Jordan a bastard son. Uh, yeah, it was kind of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, overall thoughts on the Mizzies. 
Um, it was it was short and sweet, other than the Oscars. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. How long did they end up being? Three hours? Four hours. No. Yeah. What time Including did they the end? It started at uh, four or five or something. Like it was that. scheduled to end at eight. Eight yeah. Eastern. But it was like four. I, I, well, the stuff. Well, the stuff that we saw on TV. I think it was four hours, but I think it was like five in in total for so the pre and the post. And like, I don't know how many flasks you'd have to bring to an event like that. Oh yeah, they they're definitely toasted by the end of that night, and then they just oh, go yeah. off to other places and get even further oh, yeah. further along. So. No, that's that's what that's for. WrestleMania two. Mm. To, oh, to I thought you meant WrestleMania 2. No, like, WrestleMania I was like, wait, what as, happened to WrestleMania 2? As well. As, as well. I was like, what do you know that we don't have a WrestleMania Especially in New Orleans, you go to bar, to bar, to bar, oh, yeah. to bar. Huh. New to Orleans bar. is an incredible city for it's, it's, many reasons. It's the Olympics is different. They just hand out condoms. Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun in a different way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a different kind of fun. <laughs> Cardio. Almost more fun because yeah, you the hangover say. is significantly less. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Endorphins help. I mean, that's my, for your sure. head, your head doesn't end up throbbing. Well, no, even well, <laughs> even when it does, though, wow. it's, uh, uh, it's a feeling of uh, achievement. <laughs> oh my gosh! This was the moment where I fell in love with you guys. You guys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we could keep it going. <laughs> But I don't think uh, we have the time. <laughs> Anyways, Kurt Angle makes a triple threat match for the IC title at WrestleMania. The Miz taking on Seth Rollins, taking on Finn Balor. And that's going to be a barn burner for show. Yeah, I wonder if the Taraj is going to get involved. Or the club, for that matter. You would imagine so. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting. I want to see how this plays out. Yes, it will. And to close out the show, Paul Heyman... Has a lot to say. He said, if Brock Lesnar loses at WrestleMania, he'll lay down the Universal title and the UFC title. He said, Roman, you beat The Undertaker. Props to you. But just like The Undertaker, Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar 365 days a year. Roman Reigns is not going to take the title. And he said, you know what, Roman? If you don't like what I'm saying, Brock Lesnar will be here next week. And this was phenomenal. He said, Afa WrestleMania, you can seek a new title because this one belongs to Brock Lesnar, talking about his family heritage. Ha! Man. Ha! Well done. Yeah. <laughs> so Roman Reigns hits the ring, and Lesnar, I'm sorry, Paul Heyman says, you do not want to shoot on the mic with Paul Heyman, and you certainly don't want to shoot in the ring with Brock Lesnar. And Roman, I, I gotta say, TK, I love what Roman did here. He kept it short, kept it sweet, and said, look, I just want the dude to show up to work. That's all people want. I mean, you can't, you can't out talk Paul Heyman like he's no and he didn't amazing try. yeah he so he knew his place because you know we saw that John Cena Roman Reigns thing um but yeah he kept it short and sweet but I I feel like this fight's gonna be an amazing fight but I think that Roman's just gonna not I mean cut. I'd say Roman won on the mic tonight um against Paul Heyman Basically, by pointing out the fundamental flaw in Paul Heyman being there. Paul Heyman is there because Brock Lesnar does not want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that if just just for being able to point out the obvious in that situation, he won on the mic tonight. Does he not want to be or does he not need to be? don't think he wants to be. If he wanted to be, if, if you cannot stop Brock Lesnar from doing what he wants to. Right. Um, especially if it's non-combative. Mm-hmm. If he wants to just show up, and make everybody 
understand their place in the universe, he would gladly do that. But he does not want to. He does not want to step into an arena unless it is lining his pocket in a particular fashion. Um, so for that, I think Roman Reigns actually wins. He wins the argument. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was great. Roman didn't, war. he didn't hit the ring trying to be tough. Mm-hmm. He basically said, he's like, look, you can say everything you want. I just want the champion to show up to work. And actually the crowd got behind him like, yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. And this is the coolest I think we've seen Roman Reigns because he's not trying to do too much. Mm-hmm. He's literally just saying, look, he doesn't show up and he doesn't care. That's the problem I have, and Heyman can't even argue that. So, is it would would the would you appreciate more if we had like vignettes of um, Brock like on his farm, like milking cows and shooting stuff and like working out? Like, would people appreciate that more? Like, uh, this is what he no, does. No, no, because okay. he still doesn't want to be there, and that's that's the. Point I kind of want to know what he does when he's not he, not being there. Do you, <laughs> I don't. Know. I'll tell you what Brock Lesnar does. Brock Lesnar does whatever he wants in his own space because he does not want to be around people. Yeah. That is why he did not do so well in the first his first go round as a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. He did not like the travel. He did not like to be around people. He does not like people. He does not want to satisfy an audience. Mm-hmm. He just right. wants to be there when he wants to be there and that's it. He's grown a lot. Now supposedly this is how much he does not like people. From what I understand, one of the houses he owns in Canada, uh-huh. the only phone is about a quarter mile down the driveway. Yeah, I think yeah. I saw that in, with um, Stone Cold. I think he was saying that. Something yeah. like that. You are not able to reach him via telephone. If you want something from him, and I know someone who actually had to go to his mountain fortress, <laughs> you have to go in person to conduct business with Brock Lesnar. But what right? about now, though? I mean, he's got to be... In- People get in contact. I think I think people handle his business for him. Yeah, but then sure. how does he, he know to show up? Does the manager like? Is there like a carrier pigeon? Like, hey, you're supposed to show up. There are plane tickets here, and yeah, maybe. Yeah, that, that would be kind of awesome. I want to see that. Something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, but nonetheless, next week we're going to have Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar face to face with only four weeks to WrestleMania. <sighs> so. That was the show. Overall thoughts, TK? Um, I liked it. Like it, there are certain parts that was a little bit too long. Certain parts that were a little bit too short. But in general, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to what we have a lot. Like we, like we were talking, there are a lot of questions that we have. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to end up for WrestleMania because I'm sure somebody knows what's going on, mm-hmm. just not us. Yeah, the opening segment, I think. Started out a little clunky, and I don't think the show overall was able to recover. It felt like it was a step behind itself the entire night. Mm -hmm. The audience didn't seem to be present. I don't know if it was an audio thing, but I didn't hear the audience at all except for uh, Ronda Rousey. That was the only time I heard the audience at all tonight. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't know I don't know why that is, but it, I think it sort of didn't help the show. The fact that yeah. the audience was seemed to be less than present made the show overall feel like it was just a step behind. And a lot happened tonight. We had like three matches get made. Very important. Yeah. Very important. I mean, and especially after Fastlane would be this Sunday, so we're going to have a, a lot clearer of a picture then as well. I mean, the way it's looking, we're going to have the WrestleMania card a good two weeks prior to WrestleMania, which I, I guess that's usually how it works out. 
Pretty much. I have so. one question. Yes. So Ronda Rousey and her mic skills. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that just week by week she'll improve? Or we actually had an interview for X Pac One Two Three Sixty where Shelton Benjamin said um, when him and John Cena were together at one point that John Cena he said he got his mic skills from literally looking in the mirror and like talking to himself and kind of building up from there. So yeah. do you think it's a combination of both, or do you think it's one over the other, or it just depends on the person's personality? Everybody has different ways they yes. approach how they how they do their their mic work. Um, obviously, that works for John looking in a mirror. Uh, for me, it's just talking to myself and just prolonged intervals, just seeing how long I can go and sustain a thought. Um, the key is getting someone outside of their head, and that's that's the hard getting. When you're in your head, and you can see Ron is in her head when she talks. She's trying to think of what to say next. And that's the hardest part is getting to that point where you just let yourself rip Mm -hmm. and you don't think about it and you trust whatever. That's what I tell people when they're trying to learn how to be a host. I'm like, just tell the story. What is your audience? Let it rip. Don't. If you trust yourself, the right words for the most part will show up. That was that's Joe Galley's key to success is never stop talking. It doesn't even matter what you say. Mm -hmm. Just don't ever stop. Because stopping is death. And literally your job is to just keep going. So just keep going. Don't stop. That's why him and I are a good team. (laughs) Right. We both don't shut up. And and we have a great time doing it. So I don't know. It's a a hard question. She's got a lot of work ahead of her. And the question is, I don't even know how much talking she'll have to do over the next month because now she's in a tag team match. Mm -hmm. But Kurt's not the best on the mic either. So you've... (laughs) Unfortunately, you have two people who are phenomenal athletes and not so great on the microphone, both on the same side. They right. could really use a manager mm-hmm. or something. I agree, but the crowd, nonetheless, is going to be very excited for this match and hopefully Good. get behind them. So uh, that is that. Now we can all put ourselves over. TK Trinidad, go. So you can see me on everything. You can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. I'm running the marathon to work, to uh, raise money for water pumps in Africa. You're running a marathon? Yeah. Where? LA Marathon, March 18th. Oh That's like... 26.2 In less than two weeks? Yeah. Are you a marathoner? No. Oh. I'm a sprinter, and it's this is terrible. What's the longest you've ever run? Well, last week I ran 20 miles. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. You got it. So I've been training for it, but I'm not fast whatsoever. It's no, more it doesn't for, matter. You just, can't just, just jump in and run 20 miles, Joe. No. you no. got to build up. Yeah, I've been, I've, been, I've been training since November, so you oh, know, I'm good. getting that. So I'm doing that. Um, like I said, you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. If you want to donate, you get a little byline there. Other than that, you can find me on TMZ. I write for Baller Alert, uh, Xbox 1236 c You can see me on that. We have a new wrestling show, uh, episode number two, Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. Yeah. Uh, we have a really great guest um, coming on, so definitely want to tune into that. And yeah, that's that's about it that all I can right. think of. Boxcar superstar. <laughs> yep, for all the socials and stuff, it's at True Hobo on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, look for all my stuff there. And on Wednesday, we do the NXT podcast for everything NXT. Been doing it since 2013. I recently figured out, and that that thought alone is quite draining. So enjoy <laughs> us for that, and join us and enjoy. Uh, just enjoy it. Go. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. Enjoy. All right. At, <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> at Jay Quasto on the social media. I'm at the Brea Improv this weekend. I'm at the Pittsburgh Improv next weekend. And I'm also going to be calling uh, CZW's event at WrestleMania weekend in New Orleans at the Sugar Mill at WrestleCon. So that's Saturday, April 7th, 3 p.m. And also Championship Wrestling from Hollywood this Sunday, live television taping. We are building towards so many great things. So make sure you check it out. 
uh, CW local listings or on the Fight TV app. You can watch for free. And if you're watching this show, I implore you to watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood every single week because you're going to love it. You get to hear myself and Joe Galley and see amazing action all the time. And Tony in the booth, where can they find you? Hey there. Uh, you can find me <laughs> everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore Tony be the letter B, Tony underscore. Tony like just that. be Tony. Yeah, I like that. It's and cool. follow Marquia McCarty at Marquia McCarty. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We love you. See you next week. Move it! From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.